great day in our lives was when the electricity came. REA, you know what REA is? Royal Electrification Administration, which Roosevelt brought in for us poor farmers. Well, we were eight miles out of town, and the way they started running the REA lines, they were single-phase power lines going out in the county, was that you had to have so many people a mile signed up to use it. Well, Pa, he proceeded to go and go down the highway all the way from town and sign up enough people that the line went on into Parker Town. And so anyway, line came in, put a pole out there with a meter on it that ran the uh, cable into the house, and our wiring was all exposed, and then the ceiling underneath the ceiling inside with only insulators enough. But anyway, Paul put in, or I don't know whether he had somebody else do it or not, but anyway, he put in some lights. So we had these hanging bulbs down you know, with a pull chain, so like this here, you know. I can remember when that first, pull that first chain and the lights came over, and that was our first electricity lights. Great day, and but we still didn't have a refrigerator or any electrical thing, no. Some people then put in an electric motor on that pump, you know. We still pump the water with that hand pump by hand. One of the worst sounds I can remember is that, of course, we watered the livestock, the hogs and the mules and the cows. Well, a cow can drink a lot of water. Well, I had a wash tub under the pump where we'd bring the cows to drink water, and you'd first pump a little water, get ahead of them, but then as you pumped and you heard the bottom of that tub, <laughs> that was bad news. So the cow was ahead of me. <laughs> he just had to keep on pumping. But anyway, uh, that red pickup truck was great thing. We, you know, and electri REA electricity. The next big thing was a radio. We didn't have, you know, had no radio because it wasn't television then, but uh, we didn't even have a radio. Well, Pa, he... Uh, Bought a radio in those days. They were a battery radio. Took three batteries. You put the radio. I don't know where you've seen that classic round-shaped uh, radio. And ours was a Philco, which was a great brand in those days. But anyway, it sat up on the table, and there was a shelf underneath that had a wet cell battery and two dry cell batteries, three different voltages and wired up to the uh, radio, you know, for the different supplies for the radio. And so that was our radio. But whenever he brought it home and uh, started it up, he, he didn't get, you know, now we, I can get WBT almost, you know, with my teeth over here, their towers. We got weak signals in down there, so Pa put up an antenna, an uh, outdoor antenna. So we went in the woods and got two skinny, long... Uh, saplings we call them and trimmed them you know for poles and put a hole in the ground and put those two poles about 20 or 30 feet apart and stretched uh, antenna wire between them with the insulator on each side and ran the wire down from that antenna wire into the side of the house to where the radio was so we could get a better signal and so uh, even then the radio broadcast there was 
The only thing we could get was the so-called clear channel stations, of which there's still those are WBT is one, and Atlanta WSB, and uh, Nashville, and New Orleans, and Cincinnati were so-called clear channel 50-kilowatt stations. Well, we could get those part of the day only with our antenna, you know. And so I can remember uh, late at night, you could hear better at night with it, but there was a program from Del Rio, Texas, that when it went off the air, little Jimmy Dickens' sound, uh, now I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep, if I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. And that was the last thing we heard as we went to bed, <laughs> and the radio went off the air. But the other thing was that uh, just like now you watch television, well, on a Saturday night, I guess you know what the Grand Ole Opry is, you know, the Nashville Country Music Station. Well, that was one of the things. The Nashville uh, station was one that was a clear town. We could get that on Saturday night. Well, some of our relatives, they didn't have radio. On Saturday night, they would come over to our house, and they would sit in the room around the radio listening to the Grand Ole Opry until they went off there, and then they would go home. <laughs> but Roy Acuff came along, and I don't know where you ever heard of him or not, but D4 Bailey was a black harmonica player, and he would play the, the uh, Chattanooga Choo-Choo, you know, and it was harmonica. And we look forward to hearing D4 Bailey blow his harmonica on the Grand Ole Opry. But anyway, it was funny, thinking back now, how you sit all around watching television, we sit and look at the radio and <laughs> listen to the 